Welcome to the only podcast with half the calorie as the other guys. What the podcast? I'm your host, David Nicholson, and with me, as usual, is your one and only co pilot, Nikki Nicholson. Say hi. Hi. So, what's going on in your life? Whole lot of nothing. Whole lot of nothing. Well, you're starting a new job. That's got to be exciting. Nerve wracking, more or less, but yeah, okay. All right. Well, it's fall. The leaves are turning here in West Virginia, and that means that the four-letter word snow is coming up soon. But you know what else that means? I just realized that today. We can actually record this podcast in the studio because it's not 110 degrees in here. Yep. That's great. So, I really don't like the snow. I don't like the cold, but I guess I have to deal with it living here. Anyway, let's get on to the show. How about a little bit of music history? It's your favorite thing, isn't it? Pretty much. All right. Music history it is. All right, in 1964, this week, the Beach Boys made their TV debut on the Ed Sullivan Show singing, I Get Around. The Beach Boys. Now, you got to just love the Beach Boys. Absolutely. All right, so. Um, in 1967, the Beatles recorded various parts of I Am the Walrus. <laughs> That's actually a, kind of a funny song. That was before the Beatles really got weird mm-hmm. although that was weird and yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely but i'm okay with that in 1968 pink floyd hired their own boat and risked rough seas to appear at the queen's hall in the noon i hope i'm saying that right for 400 fans imagine like a, today a band won't even risk their own skin to play in front of thousands of people but pink floyd did it for 400 fans in 1968 I read the article on that, and the, I guess they had to go over a bay or something like that to get to an island or something, and the ferry was closed down because the water was too choppy and rough, so they hired their own private boat and did it. All right. Well, Gotta kudos to that. Respect. You know, you know respect, respect for those absolutely. fans. So what's next? Um, in 1980, David Bowie scored his fourth UK number one album, with his 14th studio album, Scary Monsters. All right, David Bowie. And in 1986, Metallica bass player Cliff Burton passed away from a tour bus accident. <sighs> sad days. Sad, sad days. Sad days, indeed. But they did go on to become one of the biggest rock bands of all time. Gotta love Metallica. So what's next? Um, speaking of Metallica, they started their three-week run at at number one for the album Death Magnetic in two, what, 2008? Yep, 2008. Three-week run at number one. I didn't, I mean, Death Magnetic was an okay album, but it wasn't my favorite album of theirs. I think their best album was Master of Puppets. I... Yeah, I'm the wrong person to talk about that because I, showing my the the age gap the to me the black album was epic. Oh yeah, I know you like the black album. But I mean, Master Puppets was there. I mean, in my opinion, their claim to fame. Also in 2008, Pink Floyd's manager Brian Morrison died after spending two years in a coma. 
If you was in a coma for two years, would you really want to wake up? I'm going to say probably not, because it would be such a... Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that if somebody woke up from a two-year coma, it wouldn't be a great thing. That's not what I'm saying. But me personally, I would... I think that it would be really hard to fit in with what's going on today versus what was going on a Two couple years, years ago. ago. You know, like where you were Got a sneeze. at that point. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> sneeze. <laughs> Allergies, it is not the COVID, so don't worry, y'all. Not and like y'all can catch it anyway. This is a podcast. In 2012, Lil Wayne beat out Elvis Presley as king of the Billboard Hot 100 placing his 109th song on the chart, which Elvis had previously held the record with 108. And he held that record for 45 years. That blew my mind when I read that. Little Wayne beat out Elvis Presley as king of the Billboard Hot 100. Elvis Presley versus Lil Wayne. I mean, and I'm not taking away from Lil Wayne at all. Lil Wayne is his own genius in his own way. He's his own musician. But if you look at, like, the fan bases... Elvis has, he's made it to iconic level. People basically worship the man. And then there's Lil I mean, Wayne. To who, the point that they were willing to break in and try to dig him up. So it just kind of blew my mind that somebody, and it doesn't, it could have been, it could have been, I don't know, the Wiggles for all I care. <laughs> but it just blew my mind that anybody knocked Elvis Presley off of that throne. You know what I mean? That was incredible. So there's lots of music history going on this week. Uh, how about birthdays? Do we have any birthdays to celebrate? Yeah, we have a few. All right, let's cue some birthday music. And I didn't say it at the beginning of the show, but this is definitely going to be another streamlined show. Um, we're not doing picks today. We have something a little new, so stick around to the end and check that out. But all right, cue some birthday music. So now we're doing celebrity birthdays. Who's the first one up with a birthday? Um, Avril Lavigne. She is celebrating a birthday today? Yep. Uh, well, yeah, today. And <laughs> so is Gwyneth Paltrow. Maybe they're celebrating together. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I highly doubt it, but okay. Okay, so Avril Lavigne <laughs> and Gwyneth Paltrow. Anybody else? Let's see here. Let's see, digging through the old mailbag. Anna Camp. Anna Camp. You know... She was on that movie where they sing. Uh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect, yeah. I was going to... What was the show that was about acapella? TV show? Mm. It had uh, Sam's mom on it. Oh, Glee. Glee, yeah. I always get Pitch Perfect and Glee mixed up. <laughs> and Sam's mom on it. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's how you were... <laughs> I don't know her name. I just know she's. Uh, I know her name is Jane something, but I'm not. I can't tell you what her last name is because I don't know. Lynch. Yep. There you go. Boom. I know it's not Jane Seymour. Now that is teamwork right there. Um. Anyway. Yes, Anna Camp and has a birthday. <laughs> she is probably celebrating with meatloaf. <laughs> and no, he's not talking about the meat product. He's actually talking about meatloaf, you know, bat out of hell, that kind of thing. He so. would do anything for love. And but he won't do that. 
If anybody knows what that is, please let us know, because this is an age-old question. I want to know what that is, okay? Meatloaf is older, but he still won't do that. Yep, he's still not doing that. Hillary Duff is having a birthday this week, and she she very well could be selling or celebrating with uh, Anna Camp because they're around the same age, I think. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. She was Cinderella. Okay. Anna Camp was Sarah Newland. That doesn't mean anything. That was a good TV show, but Cinderella Story was a good little movie for kids. I liked it. Yes, it was a cute movie. I think that was actually the last time I watched her in anything. <laughs> And anyway, Mr. Margera. Yes, Bam. Bam Margera is having a birthday this week. So happy birthday, Bam! Sorry you couldn't be in that movie that you wanted to be in, but we'll leave that out. I have, yeah, yeah. And does anybody watch YouTube? If you don't, you need to look up Stevie T, Steve Terraberry of YouTube fame. He's celebrating another year of his life this week. And he's actually quite comical. He he will definitely make you laugh. He is, and he is an awesome, awesome guitar player. Yes, he is. But he has stage fright. He could be famous. He was invited to join numerous bands, but he turned them down because... And talking big bands, like, I think Imagine Dragons wanted to play with him one time or Ooh, something. That would be cool. But still, I get it. But because of his stage fright, he won't do it. But he'll go on YouTube and play. Yeah, and let people, a million people watch him. Yeah, it's whatever. It's what you're into, and that's fine. But we also have the... Um, the Immortal? <laughs> I guess. We won't call her that, but she's a little bit of everything. Uh, Fran Drescher. Oh, she's the nanny. Yeah. She is another year older this week. Sorry, Fran. You know, for the <laughs> longest time, she didn't age, but she's starting to. But she still sounds exact. You know her by her voice. It doesn't matter where she's at. She's still pretty, and she still sounds the same. But she you can tell she's aged a little bit since the nanny. Well, I'd say that was about 25 years ago. But there's some people like Betty White that refuse to age. Betty White doesn't refuse to age. Age is scared of her. There's a difference. What was it? Vodka and hot dogs? Is that what she said? I don't remember. That's her secret? Vodka and hot dogs. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> vodka and hot dogs. Oh, well. We do have some weird news we need to get into. So we'll be right back with this week's top story. And actually, these aren't very weird this time. Some of them are a little just sad, some of them are whatever. <laughs> Alright, welcome back. And this week's news stories are brought to you by UPI.com as usual. So if you ever want to check out any of these stories and find out what's really going on, you can check them out at UPI.com. We'll start it off with kind of a happy story. An Oregon dog's 12-inch ears earn Guinness's world record. Not exactly weird, but still a good story. A woman's coon hound earned a world record when each of its ears, not, this isn't wingspan, this is just each ear, measured 12.3 inches long. <laughs> Those are some big ears on a dog, aren't they? 
quite the long-eared hound and there is a picture on upi.com of the dog's ear stretched out to show you how amazing this actually wingspan is on this dog that that it's this thing is like dumbo the flying elephant of the dogs Aww. it is a big big eared dog Aww. <laughs> So. And if the, it's a hound, or it's a coon hound, so it's like a, is it like a like a hound dog, like long floppy ears? Yeah, they're just twelve point. Those are great. Three eight inches on each ear. I mean, that's that's <laughs> a, over a foot long. Each ear is over a foot long. Makes it older lob. A wallaby escaped from a Scottish petting zoo, and visits a pub. Now, at first, you think that's a cute little story, and I did too. That's why I put it on here. But I was blindsided when I actually opened up the article and was looking at it. A six-month-old wallaby has escaped, and I'm going to butcher these, Walk Mill Menagerie Petting Zoo. He was brought. Uh, he was just brought to the zoo last Sunday, and was last seen outside a pub in New Deer, heading toward Cumminstown and Turriff. If you see him, please contact the zoo. Sad but true tale of a baby wallaby. He's only about 10 inches tall. Hopefully he'll turn up soon. Aww. Poor baby. Yeah. I thought, well, this wallaby escaped the zoo and visited a pub, and I thought it was going to be, you know, everybody... Everybody saw this little, you know, little Rocco, and not really... Zebras invade Maryland. Another resident spotted a zebra in a Maryland county this week after someone spotted three zebras last week. Prince George County residents be on the lookout for zebras on the loose. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that just seems kind of funny. Like, you be taking your trash out to the corner and, you there's know. There's a zebra hanging out a there. There's a zebra just chilling there, like, eating the neighbor's shrubs or whatever. <laughs> I think it would be kind of cool to see a zebra. I don't think they're be mean. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think it would be just like any other animal. If they feel threatened, they would... Stomp you in the ground? They probably... <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's like... I, I'm not going to try to like run up behind it and jump on its back. Here's a good question for you, since we're going into... The... The, the next portion. The next portion that's different than picks. But let me just ask you this question. Is a zebra black with white stripes or white with black stripes? I That is an age-old question, and I truly believe that they are black with white stripes. You think they're black with white stripes? Yes. I've always thought that. I kind of went the other way with that. I don't know. It's just something I've always kept. I, I have always thought that since I have known what a zebra was. So, why don't we just agree to say they're black and white striped? I mean, that is actually a good way of looking at it, isn't it? All right. All right. So, anyway, if you're in Prince George County, Maryland, uh, watch are, out for the zebras because, yeah, you know, there are zebras in your neighborhood. I can almost guarantee you that. And these are unknown where they come from. Zebras, how do they get there? Zebras are not native to Maryland. I'm going to say they probably escaped from a zoo somewhere. Or someone had them as a pet. Well, yeah, but you would think that if somebody had, if, unless they weren't registered, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, let's get on to the, we're going to play the picks music, but it's not going to be picks, so stick around for this exciting segment. 
All right, so what I did was I went online and I looked up questions that people considered basically were unanswerable. Some of them we've decided are answerable. Some of them would be really, are really tough to kind of figure out. It's up to the person to interpret the question themselves, I guess. Yes. So instead of doing picks this time, we're just going to take turns. We've got 12 questions here, and we're going to ask each other questions and see what answers the other person comes up with. So Nikki's going to ask me the first question. Question number one on the weird, impossible question board. Okay. Is, are children who act in R-rated movies allowed to see them? And simply, that is one of those questions that I think is pretty easy to answer, and I'm going to say no. I don't think that they would be allowed to see it. Maybe the parts that they're in, because the parts that they're in would probably not have anything too horrifying, nudity, sexual nature, whatever, for the kid to be around. But I think, as a whole, they probably are not allowed to see the whole movie, unless their parents bought the DVD and they watched it at home. Their parents didn't really care. But to actually go in the theater and see it? No, I don't think they are. Um, even though this is not my question, I'm putting my two cents in on it. Because I believe... See, I go the other way. I say yes because of the simple fact that normally those are screened before they actually go into a... Like, uh, go for a big premiere or something of that nature. They're screened. So I would see, or I would say, if the parents gave their permission for said children to be in the movie, I figure the parents would be like, okay, you know what? You can, you did the work, so you get to basically reap the benefits. Or at least in my parenting skills, that would be the way that I would do that. But would you cover your child's eyes up for the bad stuff? For, like, if it was, like, extremely graphic, yes. So, okay. Question number two. Are eyebrows considered facial hair? Yes, they are. There's no, I mean, you can go, <laughs> I mean, you could get elaborate with it and say, yeah, but you know what, when... When someone um, goes through, let's say, like chemotherapy or something like that, and they lose their hair, they lose eyebrows, they lose the whole, they lose everything. Well, yeah, but you're taking it on a dark path here. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's it's considered facial hair. So eyebrows to you are considered facial hair, not just a beard and mustache. No. Okay. But their facial hair that everybody is supposed to have due to the fact that you would look really, really weird if you didn't have any eyebrows. Well, yeah, that was proven on a few TV shows. So question number three, it's mine, right? <laughs> Do stairs go up or down? I am going to say stairs go up. Simple as that. Because, and I have a reasoning behind this, unless you have, you know, a sub floor, like a basement or something underneath your main floor, you walk into most buildings at ground level, and to get to the upstairs, you have to go up the stairs. So you're starting off on, we're just going to say the ground level, so stairs have to go up. They're built from the ground up. Stairs go up. They stack on top of each other. What's on top mean? Above, up, 
So stairs go up, they do not go down. How's that for an answer? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, so stairs go, we have, that is, yes, we are really educating the people here. These are good questions. Can you yawn in your sleep? Question four. And you're yawning right now, so I'm just going to talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I am going to venture to say no. Expand, explain. I don't. Defend. I don't. I can't. <laughs> because I don't know what I do when I'm asleep. So I'm just going to venture and say no. Like, it's kind of like sneezing with your eyes open. You can't do it. You kind of lay there with your eyes closed when you're asleep. No. You said you don't know what you do when you sleep. That's what you do when you sleep. You lay there um, with your eyes closed. No, but like, you don't know if you snore. You don't know if you... I know I do. You talk in your sleep or I do whatever. that too. You've told me. Yeah, you were doing it last night. Anyway. Um. <laughs> you know what I was saying? This is good, good stuff here. What was I saying in my sleep? Let the world know. Millions of people are dying to know. All I know that it was, it had something to do with church. The, the word church was coming out, so I don't know if you were preaching in your sleep or what you were dreaming about, but yeah. I do spend a lot of time with church. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So question number five is mine. Okay. Question number five is, if a baby starts being born at 11.59, but is fully delivered after midnight, when is its birthday? You know, people have said after it's fully delivered is its birthday, but that's medically, I guess, is what people would say. But I would want to say that its birthday is when it was starting being born. If, if most babies, unless they're breached, come out head first. So when you pop your head out and say hi to the world, that's you're born. I'm sorry. Even if your arms and legs are still, you know, concealed in the canal... Your head's out, you can see what's going on, you're awake, you're alert, you're aware of your surroundings, you're born at that point. But that is not how it goes. I know that you're saying it, if the baby, like the, you know, no, water it's, breaks it's and it's breach, coming out. If it's breached, then it wouldn't be born when the feet are out because it's still technically... It's still... If, it's if I put my head in the bag, engulfed, I'm in a bag. But, Even if my whole body's not in that bag, if I put my head in the bag, I'm in the bag. I get it, but I'm just saying I I'm gonna say that if a baby is fully delivered, at you know if you start having a baby on the 31st and the baby is fully out and has took it for, as and has took its first breath, that is when it's born. Like that is so. If it is 12:01 when that baby goes. <gasps> And starts crying, then boom, that's that's what it is. So it would be the first and not the thirty first. Well, okay. But I mean we can agree to disagree. This is these are in fact impossible questions to ask. <laughs> or ask and answer, actually. So. Are calories in gum for chewing it or if you swallow it? I strongly am going to say that it's in swallowing it and not chewing it. Because you're not supposed to swallow gum. But at the same time, chewing is actually a calorie burner. So if you chew it and spit it out, I don't think there's any calories in it whatsoever. Okay. 
I may be wrong though on that. So ask your, you know, dietary professional because I am not one of those. <laughs> Question number seven for me. What is the difference between partly cloudy and partly sunny? I don't believe there is a difference. I think it's all in how the newscaster wants to wants to throw the words out there, don't you? If something's partly cloudy, maybe if it's partly cloudy, the clouds are covering up the sun. But if it's partly sunny, then the sun is making peaks throughout the day. Maybe that's the difference. Perhaps. Maybe that is the difference. Do we have any meteorologists that are out there? Can please, you confirm or deny any of this? Please leave a comment in the comment section below and we will we will know how to answer this question in the future. If there's any doctors out there with the baby question, please let us know. Inquiring minds want to know, right? Yes. Alright, so why is there a light in the refrigerator but not in the freezer in most refrigerators? Some do have a light in them, I think, freezers. In my personal experiences, I've never seen a light in a freezer. Now, I have went to the freezer and opened it up in a dark kitchen, and instead of turning the light on in the kitchen, opened the refrigerator door so I could see what was in the freezer. Yes. I think everybody has done that once or twice. Especially if they're not trying to notify someone that they are actually in the refrigerator. <laughs> but... Um, I'm going to say that the reason that there's a light in the refrigerator and not in the freezer is because most of the time you're in the refrigerator. You spend more time in the refrigeration unit of the refrigerator than the freezer. Okay. Good answer. Number nine. Uh, why can you not park in a handicap space, but you can use a handicap stall like in a public restroom you know and i think we've all been guilty of doing that it's mm -hmm. a magical room with space and privacy <laughs> you can really stretch out and get some work done in there <laughs> oh really but oh. in all honesty i'm so sorry that you guys have a mental image of that i'm <sighs> gonna step out here and this might not be the popular answer because people love the handicap stall but you really shouldn't do it. You really shouldn't use the handicap stall any more than you should use a handicap space. If you're not handicapped, stay out of there. Because if you're in there and you're taking care of business, what happens if somebody comes in there that really needs to use it? And you know what I mean? It's the same way with if you're parked in a handicap spot, someone comes along that really needs that spot, you, you shouldn't be there. Should there be a... Uh, police officer in the bathroom patrolling that and write you a ticket if you go in there? No, no. but just common decency says you probably no, shouldn't No, but if you go into certain places, like you go in, in bigger cities and there is a line stretched out the, 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 the you know, the, the body room and that's the one that's available handicapped or not you gotta go, you gotta go. I'm sorry. But, yeah, no. But you agree you really shouldn't use that stall. If you're just in a bathroom, like a, a, a like if there's department a, store with if there's multiple, multiple stalls. And they're, you know, you have one to choose from other than one. Absolutely. But in all defense of mothers, 95% of all department store restrooms have the baby changing table in the handicap stall. That's true. So, 
So if you are a mother and you have a small, you know, well, you know, I mean, you have an infant that you need to use the changing table, then that's a completely different. No, so one horse barn, they're banned for themselves. Yeah. But like I said. Okay. Question number 10. Got three more to go here. Why are the little styrofoam pieces called peanuts? They don't look like peanuts. I don't have a definitive answer for this, but I'm just going to venture out and say, because technically what they're called is packing peanuts. Yes. So therefore, they're just little pieces of styrofoam to put in a box. So whatever you're shipping... Um, let's say you are shipping a can of hairspray to your grandmother who lives in Antarctica. And they don't have Aquanet. And there's a... Yeah, right. Let's go with, you know, the bigger the hair, the closer God. Um, Aquanet. <laughs> um, I think that was their tagline. Anyway, back on topic here. And you have this, you know, good size box. That thing's going to roll around. It's going it, to... There's chances that, that it knocks the lid off. It could very well um, discharge. So, you put them packing peanuts in there so it doesn't foam around. I think they're called packing peanuts technically because of the size. Because if you look at a packing peanut, it is about the size of an actual peanut, like when it's in the shell. Okay. So, I think that is why they're called peanuts. Okay, so they're not named after the cartoon characters at all. No, but if you look at them, they have they have the figure eight, just yeah. like a peanut. If you look at them sideways, if you look at them head on, they're way wider and don't look like a peanut at all. Yeah, but if you're just looking at them, they have that the figure eight, just like a regular peanut. So I think that <laughs> is why. All right, number eleven. Number 11. Is there another word for thesaurus? Do you have a thesaurus and we can definitively answer this? I do not. Okay. I did, however, use a thesaurus when I had to write a paper. Because basically I said the same thing 150,000 times, but said it differently so it made sense. I so, just... All you kids out there listening, there you go. Is there another word for thesaurus? I, I don't have an answer for that. So, look it up. <laughs> I mean, that's the best advice I can tell you. Look it up. If you want that answer, look it up. You want the answer to that? We'll get it for you on the next podcast. And number 12, for you, is anyone allergic to water? Yes. Yes? Yes. How can you be allergic to water? Okay, um, there is, like... There is an actual condition to where you are actually allergic to water and you have like, what is it? It's not like. So how would you bathe? You have to get certain, you use the, like the, the foamless, rinseless, rinse stuff. Um, it's an actual water? condition, but I can't, no, not distilled water. It, you can use a liquid but it has to be free of everything like it there's no way it can have chlorine like it, it went through a treatment plant 
all that stuff like it has to have all that stuff but yes there is a condition I can't remember what is exactly called but I read about it a long time ago and yes it is a person who is allergic to water all right so there you go guys and it's we're exactly 32 minutes and eight seconds into the podcast so we're going to end it there thanks for listening don't forget to check out d nicholson tv on youtube.com and hopefully we'll see you within the next week or so or here or you'll hear from us let's put it that way we won't see you this isn't youtube we're not videoing this no no video yet but maybe one day i've thought about recording this one honestly but we decided against it but all right have a great week guys and we'll catch you on the flip